Cool. All right, we're live. We're not live. I think I say that, and I'm like, <laughs> this is my radio talk. And I really am like, I don't know how the fuck to do this. Okay, so we are doing, um, this is Unmask the Podcast. I should probably say that because that's what I do. Um, I am super, super excited to be here with three of the most amazing, badass bitches that I've ever met in my life. Um... I feel honored to be here with them. They are so amazing. We have done, we've kind of kicked B out of the room. Sorry, B. Because it is National Women's Month and he's not a woman. Um, (laughs) Really? I know. (laughs) I know everyone is shocked out there. I kind of try to give them a second to kind of soak that in, but uh, he's not. And so, that being said, I've invited. The most awesome ladies that I've known for a while. A little while. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're here to talk about all the things that we do as far as martial arts go. And I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves because I'm not going to do that. That's not my place. Um, So strap in because this shit's going to get lit, which is the word that I've been using and I'm trying not to, but sometimes it just falls out (laughs) my mouth. (laughs) Okay, so here's my thing. I just kind of was like, hey, say your name. <laughs> hey, guys, my name's Sarah. Um, like, what, how did you start training, and, like, how long have you been training? So, Kate, you want to start us off? Okay. Put you on the spot. Go. <laughs> my name is Kate Dunlock, and no. I have been training jiu-jitsu on and off for 10 years at this point. I started um, in 2010 in Los Angeles. And I started at a Hoist Gracie school out there and then um, moved to a Lotus Club school and did a lot of competitions under Lotus Club. Um, And then found my way up to um, Vancouver, Canada for a little bit and trained at a De La Hiva school up there. And I taught a kids class there for a little bit and that it doubled as like a yoga studio slash jujitsu gym, so I was starting to teach yoga upstairs too. And then I got a job offer from someplace in Indy and decided to truck across the country and ended up here and trained at a couple schools in Indy. I um, I started with Daryl's school out when he had the school he was a purple belt, yeah, yep. like in the, in the basement of some <laughs> building. But I feel like that's how a lot of it was, places just start. Was it in the basement or someone's garage? Man, I was walking down there. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and then I saw Daryl, and like he was super cool. So I feel safe here in this nice. basement with no windows. That's fine. With all these strangers. Totally. <laughs> that's fine. how every good story yeah. starts. So we or, went from know. there, and then Daryl's school um, went under, or the, the owners had an issue, and then... I went to Endurance for a while, and then met Aubrey, and then went to train at Performex when Aubrey was there, and then now I'm at Napcom. Nice. That was, that's all a over the place. dry, like, yeah, that's <laughs> like, like, yeah, all four corners Insanity. Here. That's amazing. That's cool. <laughs> so, okay, so that's Kate. Yeah. M. Oh, okay. It's you. My turn. <laughs> uh, so I'm Emily Lucas. Uh, been training for about three years now. Um, I got into it, so my twin does Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well. Um, she's been doing it for six years. 
and um, she was like, you really need to try this out, and I was going through college, and, and I was working the big man job, I'm like, I'm really bored, I need something other than work, she's like, you do jujitsu, so I did, and I went and found Performex with Justin and Aubrey, and hung out with them for a while, and then after Aubrey left, was there for a little bit longer, and now I'm with Naptown with Eric Ward. Yes! Yeah. Go, Lizzie. <laughs> um, I train at Fisher's of BJJ and Boxing, and I actually started kind of in this whole realm of stuff at Title Boxing. That's right? adorable. Isn't that funny? I love that for you. So I was doing that, and then I was like, I really want something more competitive, something more hands-on, because I feel like, it, I mean, I wasn't learning any technique or anything. I was literally just wailing on a bag and probably going to hurt myself, and teaching myself horrible habits, but, um, I reached out to Kessler, and he, um, the Fishers kind of stood out to me because he was so responsive, so I yes. went there immediately, um, started boxing, and he kept trying to talk me into a jiu-jitsu class, and I was like, those people are sweating on each other, <laughs> that looks awful, yeah. what are they wearing, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I tried it, and I didn't go back to a boxing class after. Really? And so, yeah, so then I, I, couple years later, I've been training right under five years, and I just got my purple belt. Yeah, you did. Woo! Get it. Woo! I'm super excited. We're super excited, excited for you. We're so proud Yeah, we were I know. so excited. Thanks. You, Finally. I get to teach the kids, and it's, yes. just, it's just a fun environment. I love it. Is, it. it is. I've been privileged that I kind of was almost forced up there. Also, <laughs> we really are out here just, you know, going against all the rules, but um, we do it for you guys. We do it for you out there listening. You're welcome. <laughs> we put ourselves in danger for you. And I think everyone was going a little bit bananas in their house. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I know what I was. So, uh, but yeah, I was kind of privileged to be able to go up there and, like, I think he has completely fallen in love with, like, Kessler more. <laughs> the whole atmosphere. The whole I mean, atmosphere. It's got its own thing. Well, you know here's I mean? the thing we were talking about is, like, you know, we have seen other coaches but the fact that like they're putting content up constantly like you're putting content up yeah. and they are and and all that stuff it it shows the passion that they have for not just what they do but like the people who go there and I think for the first time and I will say this again and again I really feel like a part of a family and it's really nice and it makes me want to learn more I did not like jujitsu at first I would cry constantly <laughs> I would go into the basement and sit and think of how terrible I am yeah. and now I only do that like once a month so <laughs> it's maybe twice I don't know it's kind of cool like jujitsu can break you down that way but it I think did. in the best way though honestly. like the I guess the result of flourishing really depends on where you're at and who you're with yes. and I think like Kessler and Ward really kind of create that we're like you had a bad day cool, let's talk about it. Let's do more jiu-jitsu. Let's kind of find where you're at and what you like to do. Yes. Because that's kind of what jiu-jitsu should be, I feel yes. like. Yes. I so. agree. I agree. I feel like at the other gyms that we were at, it was like, um, there were, see, I really loved training with Aubrey. And I miss her so much. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, so I definitely miss, like, the women's time yeah. that we had. Especially because dudes in the Midwest are fucking humongous oh and God. i don't understand what is happening <laughs> but jesus christ they're so big and it's not even they're always like i'm not even that big and i'm like bro <laughs> we are on two different understandings of that word and i We're feel like that's 
species. We can, are very different. Can we go back to the board photos where you're always stuck in the center between like, the two <laughs> tallest guys? Like shoulders rolling. Well, it's so funny because like, I, I guess, you know, I, Drew gave me a pep talk, which by the way, shout out to Drew. I miss you. I hope you're doing well oh, no, in Kentucky. You. I really miss his relationship with Borg together. I know. Like, <laughs> I was like, I really miss your other half, Borg. Um, <laughs> but um, they're like mom and dad. I, yes, it's it's they're so dad, sweet. Dad, 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 these are my dad's guys, <laughs> <laughs> and I turned out just fine. <laughs> um, you know, he's just Andrew just gave me this really nice pep talk, which was like, yeah, you know, you train, you want to, you know, want to be a lion, train with lions, but you don't see a lion going after an elephant. Like, or that was the quote. It was like, it, they're the biggest animal in the jungle should be the elephant if it was all about strength. And he's like, yeah, but you don't see one lioness going after an elephant. Right. And I'm like, damn. I thought That's you were deep. dumb this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, that is real. And so I think that pep talk helped me a lot because I think it's easy for me to be like, well, I suck because I'm, you know, going with these huge people. My technique should come in. Well, A, my technique is complete crap right now because I'm still a white belt, but, you know, I at least know that I have that disadvantage, that I'm not, I shouldn't shrug off as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Right. But. Drew, before, the week before I got my purple belt, I went um, to Naptown at night, which I typically don't do. Right. Because I'm always <laughs> teaching, and then I stay at Fisher's, and, um... I just felt like I wanted to go to Naptown. I hadn't seen everybody in a while, and I was feeling really down on myself. So probably like changing up my routine, I felt like was going to help me mm-hmm. just for that night. And I was rolling with him, and he was like, what is wrong? Like, what are you so down about? And I was like, I just suck at jujitsu. I hate everything about my jujitsu. And just having one of those moments where, like, you know, you, you do something really great, and you have, like, a week when you're on a high with jujitsu. And you go in the next day, and you're just like, what happened? That's a day Overnight. thing. Oh. That's yeah. a day <laughs> thing. And one day I'm like, yes. And the next day I'm like, what right. do my hands do? Right? <laughs> what yeah. are these things at the ends of my arms? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, what is happening? Yeah. And he gave me the best pep talk that was like, this is you being in your head. What you're feeling is not where you're at. So you just need to like take a step back, be patient, and figure out what works for you. And you're going to be a purple belt one day. You're good enough to do it. You're just feeling really bad about yourself right now. But this is right now. Literally a week later, I got my purple belt. And I was Jeez. Like, he came up to me and was like, what? That was for nothing. You literally had a meltdown over nothing. Oh. <laughs> like, I know. When, when bored enough. Oh. Guys, I just spilled my drink. Party foul. It's not even that full. Um, when bored announced that you were getting your purple belt, I was so excited. And then I was like, I think I go... Oh, that makes me feel so much better. But it was more like a selfish thing. Like, I thought, like, because you were a blue belt, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is, she's so good. What is she doing? And then he was like, she's getting her purple belt. I'm like, oh, thank God, because I just, <laughs> I just get murdered by Lacey. No, no. I love it because she's so wonderful. But, you know, if I would be murdered by anyone, it'd be y'all right here. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. I am fine with that. I get murdered by all. <laughs> I was actually um, looking through because Chase nominated me for like to like to post a competition picture, and I was looking back through the earliest ones that I had, and the earliest ones at Blue Belt were um, the 
first time I did advance with Kate. Oh my god. And I was looking <laughs> yeah. at this. And yeah, it was just super fun to see how long ago that actually was, but it I was holding like, on so hard to that. Oh my god. <laughs> By the end we're both like I know, that over. Was, I know. Matt Perry was our ref. And he was, was like, he? Yeah, he was like, remember. he was like, you guys only have two minutes. You can do it. We're both like, oh my god. <laughs> that Aww. ego was, oh my god. Yeah. That match was, not only was it super, super tough, but like you had that ankle lock and I was not going to let you have that. Like, oh, I, you were just like, every ounce of my like being. You are like making eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> tap, oh my god. And my foot was like completely white and like, <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, Kate won first. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a good day. It was a fun day. That was that was that was a blast. Except, oh my god, after that, like I went to the open, and there was this like the first match. It was okay. It was someone who was a reasonable size and and whatever. The next match, though, my god, I wanted to this. I don't know what they're feeding kids nowadays. I don't like, know <laughs> what they're feeding children, this, but stop this, it. Yeah. This right? yes. woman Joe Rogan style. Yeah. Oh, God. And she had, Do not like, bring she, him onto my podcast. No, I'm joking. I'm sorry, Kate. She could have been like a linebacker, this girl. Yikes. I mean, she was just a very big woman. Yes. I'm looking at her, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and then I make a joke because it's a 10-minute match, and I'm inherently lazy. I'm like, oh, 10 minutes. Uh. <laughs> and she looks down at me, like, through her mouth, she goes, good luck. Like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, she ended up being 16. What oh, the fuck? Yeah. Jeez. Nice. What the fuck? I, I know. I need that energy in my everyday life, right? Right? <laughs> I just, honestly, I didn't realize how much the quote, um, youth is wasted on the young, or, or young is wasted. I'm going to misquote everything. I <laughs> love it. Um, but it's true. Like, I want to be like, you don't even know what to do with that energy. Like, if I had your energy... I do a lot of things. Because, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Because, Jared, we were at, I can't remember what we were doing, but I went to a comp training one day, and Jake was like, come on, pick it up, Jared's going. And we're like, fuck you. Like, Jared's four, 16 or whatever. How old he is? What is he, 17 16. now? 16. Yeah. And he's, like, got all this testosterone raging, and I'm just like, I've worked six I've got a job. <laughs> <laughs> scares me so much. My last competition was with Sarah, against Sarah Stump. It was my first oh. couple of 
and she destroyed me, and now I'm questioning everything I've ever done in my life. Was that the last time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a year. Um, but yeah, when I went, or when I maybe it was been two years, I don't even remember. But it was the my first competition at Purple, mm-hmm. and like they'll they'll pair you the the lowest person with the highest ranking person or the most experienced to kind of weed the field out quickly as IBJJF at Cincinnati, and they pair me with Sarah, who is a wonderful, fantastic human being. Except she scares the shit out of me. <laughs> so I think she has a brown belt now. Um, so, but yeah, I'm going against her. And then I realized that everything that I, that no one sucks anymore at purple belt. And it says no one makes mistakes. And I was kind of banking on mistakes or banking on like doing my own thing or something. And my game was just not up to par. So I'm like, oh, I better stop and get my shit together before I try this again. Spend another hundred bucks to last for like 40 seconds. So I feel like IBJJFs are just especially if you're used to local competitions, Mm -hmm. going to Mm IBJJF, there's a huge gap there. One, I mean seeds are definitely a thing. Mm -hmm. Seeds a higher seed than you. Um, But the the nature of it. You know what I mean? It's so, and it's also strange like I literally just got in this maybe two years ago. I have not been doing jujitsu that long especially because I took so much time off to train for Muay Thai Mm -hmm. so that I could compete more in that. And so really, if I were to group it all together, I mean, I've probably been doing jujitsu for a year and a half, as much as I've gone and not gone, whatever. And there are people out there who've been doing it since they came out of the womb. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's... And those may be in your bracket. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, well, that's mean. Yeah, but like, I've also seen people that have been trained, like never competed before or don't even train that often, get to a tournament and just turn it on. And that's win amazing. Brackets. Good that, for you. That was I think it that. really depends on like your mental what, state. <laughs> that, that big time. But I also think that you get better competing the more you compete. Oh, yeah. agreed. Like I don't like. I think so too. I really have to get over my anxiety because, like, I was telling you that I was like, my anxiety is already at like a ten all the time, mm-hmm. and I think it comes out as joy, but really it's just my anxiety trying to compensate for me. Trying to like go go go. Right, right, right. But I and I am joyful, guys. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> I, you know, and then once I get to the competition, it's as if everything has fallen out from beneath me. Like um, yeah, and it's so scary. And I don't know, it's it's so Muay Thai is worse for me. Like I get there, the first fight I got there was fucking terrified. And I could tell and then my headgear was all wonky and I got kicked in the face seventy times and it's fine. My teeth are still in my mouth, so that's good. Um, but the second time I was like, I'm gonna try not to psych myself out. I just want to go in here and do a better job. And I did, but then I was, like, my coach was like, you need to be meaner. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Oh, see, I don't, I don't like it do when that. they say that because I am not a mean person. Yeah. And I, like, I was when I started. See, yeah, and no, I am. I was, like, so crazy aggressive. It was ridiculous. See, and I am, but only on the streets. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> where I cuss people out constantly and flip them off and I yell out my window and like I'm so angry I love and rage filled and then I get in a ring with someone and I'm like do you want to be best friends <laughs> and I have yet to figure out how to flip those but someday I'll figure it out guys I think there was a I was uh, listening to another Jiu-Jitsu podcast um, where they had mentioned you can say the name pump oh. it I don't remember which one it was. I listened to several. <laughs> cool. He's good story. <laughs> you did Sorry. No, I just... But they were talking about how it's not necessarily you need to be aggressive or you need to be mean. It's you need to turn that into control. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's control that you need to have in that competition to go, okay, yeah, I do control this match. Watch what I can do. Someone else said that, and, like, I think it was, it wasn't Rhonda, it was someone else, a fighter, she was like, when you step into that ring, you are mine, this is my match, this is my ring, this is where I belong. Yeah. And I think that comes from, I don't know where that comes from, because I personally am like, uh, Confidence. Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think for me, it's a lot of, like, just self-trust. Like, I think... I, I trust my team. I know that whoever I'm in a match with, they're not going to beat the people that I, a lot of the people that I roll with every single day. So I can mark that off my list. There's not a position that I'm going to get put in that I've never been in before. And I have, like, I trust my coach enough to give me the tools and the, and the answers to deal with everything. And I think it's just a matter of, like, reminding your, I, myself of that before I'm going out. Because this is just another person. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just jujitsu. Do you know what? That's what I do every day. Though. My yeah. favorite is like when you're when you're training with a big guy and he's like, "You would have had that if I was a small girl." Oh, I've gotten yeah. that a couple what? times. What? But yeah. from no one that that I that I could really learn a whole lot from. I think the people that I learn a lot from, one would never say that, but two, um, know how to roll in a way that's productive for two people. No matter like what size, you know what what level you are, and that's hard to learn. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, props mm-hmm. to the big guys that roll with us because you know they try to hold that that weight and put more technique into it and kind of pull that strength back. Do you guys ever get irritated if you feel like, although on the same token that somebody is holding back and not, there, there's you a, know what there I mean? There is a, a thin I line irritated. on that. Yeah, I get really irritated. It depends on what my goals are for the match. If I walk in and like you know what last one and I don't want to die. I'm okay with that. But if it's like yeah. I really want to push myself and challenge myself, then I expect, well, if if I'm rolling with someone who's an upper belt and who's a bigger guy or someone with more experience, I expect that they under, they can feel my energy from that match. And if and they that know. match what, where you yeah, right. Right. Match yeah. right. I don't have to talk to them. They can just figure it out and mm-hmm. feel it. Yeah. But like, yeah. And I've, I haven't met a, a lower belt that's done that to me mm-hmm. before. Some upper belt guys is like, okay, well. Maybe you just can tell that I really wanted to chill right now because this I'm really tired and I'm gonna go home after this. So I have to work the next day. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't break me, and they get it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I think I'm just I'm I'm super choosy about who I roll with too. I'm just like super super picky lately. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because I am also choosy, and I chose my husband one day, and I broke my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so fair. I can. I, um, when I first started jujitsu, like I said, I was like, I was very aggressive. I would just like, the first person I made eye contact with, I was like, you want to roll? The other person said, you want to roll? 
I literally acted like the kid at recess that had no one to play with, and I just grabbed people. Mm-hmm. But, and I think for the same, at the same time, a lot of guys have probably gotten girls that they've rolled with. That's and true. That maybe, really true. maybe overstepped the boundary or didn't, and mm-hmm. still, like, they're like, you rolled too hard with me. You know what I mean? Or got mad because they got wrist locked oh, or right, something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think everybody <laughs> on both ends sometimes, like, will walk on eggshells. So yeah. it's like, what did you do? I love wrist locks, I'm sorry. And I hate <laughs> them. <I'm> so funny. <laughs> She's looking at me because she doesn't think to me all the time. Do it. <laughs> Cosley, it's so funny. Yeah, I think it's funny. All the time. Psycho! All the time. Yeah. I no, I, mean, I, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with it. It's fine. Wrist locks are, okay, they're not fine to be. <laughs> but whatever. I'll get over it. But what I'm saying is I think everybody has kind of had experiences that make them kind of walk on eggshells a little bit. Yeah. And That's uh, really fair. And then Thank everybody else kind really of gets fair. to, like, has to pay the price for it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because then you get guys that don't want to roll with girls. And then you get girls that don't want to roll with guys. guys. And yeah. then we're all put into the same room who don't know each other, and then everyone's irritated. Well, yeah, that's true. The thing you said in, uh, a little while ago about how everybody has different goals when it comes to yeah. jiu-jitsu. So yeah. you've got a girl who goes in there and, you know, she just wants to learn a couple of things. She's not looking to be a competitor. She just, maybe she's yeah. looking for a little bit of self-defense to, you know, boost her confidence. And then you've got the girl that goes in with, I'm going to be a freaking competitor. Yeah, and, like, kudos to both. Yeah. Yeah. And say, oh, well, I don't but know about you guys. Eh, they're usually like, I'm, I'm going to be doing this. You know what? Yeah. They really love their MMA. Oh, yeah. And, like, I love it. It's really cool, and I would love to do it. I just, I feel like by the time I'm at that level, I'm going to be 95. (laughs) 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 Like, my bones will be so brittle, they'll look at me, and I'll be like, oh, God. And then the ref will tap, or I'll tap. Just hit him with your cane. That's right, fuckers. (laughs) MMA at the nursing home. Someone said they should do geriatric UFC because it Honestly, would be a legit death match. Like, no if shit. You're getting hit, you're down. You're I was at a Naga. It was in Nashville, Tennessee, and there was two guys there, and they were over the age of seventy. Wow. And they just Amazing. like agreed like that it was just gonna be a fun thing. But honestly, I could hardly walk because I was like, I'm gonna watch somebody like. They're gonna yeah. die. They're gonna die. <laughs> it's like gonna die. I was like, I had my, I had my fingers die. over my eyes, but I was just like. It was like that scary part in a movie. Yes. Like, you know shit's about to go down. Like, you want to watch, you don't want to watch. You yes. can't. It was like that. Not. It made me feel a little ill. I, like, got a stomachache. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. Seriously, it hurt. Damn. But it was Damn. Fun. They got, like, sweaty and everything. Like, they were going. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, okay. If I would want to do that. I want to be that when I'm that age. Yeah. They would have their old school wrestling shoes on. Yes. It was so, it was, it was like, at, at the end of the day, I'm so glad that I got to see something like that. Cause yeah. Because I, I probably will never again. Well, right. until we're that all that age. Yeah, that's until we're right. that age. Right. That's so they get, like, right. Eric Boards that are, like, that are, like, 90 years old. And are still, like, Someone's going to wheel into the mat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'll take turns wheeling into the mat. Yeah. yeah. like, all right, whose turn is it? It is Oh, right. yeah. And his apples. <laughs> He's going to hear this. He's going to be, oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? Out. You're right. He will. And that's <laughs> hilarious to me. <laughs> Cause you eat popples. The fuck name is that? Popples. Is that what they're called? Popples. Wait, what is popples? Oh, I thought it was called popples. All right. Those are the, the like little rice crispy treat food thingies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're cute. okay. Rice so rice crispy treats. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so Bored is at Nowtown, obviously. That's his place. And he always has Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew, uh, and Popables. Really? Diet Mountain yeah. Dew? Yeah. And oh. uh, so, like, for his birthday, we got him some bags, which were on closeout, because calm down, we're not rich. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, and, you know, that was his birthday gift, and he was so happy. I thought I saw him cry all <laughs> <laughs> For his birthday, I, I always get him a case of Diet Mountain Dew. Nice. And then um, we were at Worlds, Nogi Worlds, I think it was 2017, and uh, I had gotten done with my matches. Actually, it wasn't actually, no matches, so eliminations, and I lost all the points. It's fine. Uh, but anyway, it was fine. Um, <laughs> Moving on. It's fine. <laughs> I, um, he was about to go up, and I was like, do you need anything? Meanwhile, I'm like two blocks away, um, getting beers with my mom, and then I was going to run back. I was like, do you need anything? He goes, yeah, I need a Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> and I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> You're about to go to the mat, what do you mean? So I ran half a mile to a 7-Eleven and got him a Diet Mountain Dew, and he, like, drank the whole thing before I went on. Oh. Was it, like, Popeye when he, like, drinks his... Yeah, or he just, like, 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 his muscles get bigger, and it's, like, a cold juice, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. we should just get, like, a bottle of Diet Mountain Dew and, like, replace the label with, like, Hulk juice. Yeah. yeah. Because... Go-Go juice. That's right! It's his yeah. Go-Go juice! <laughs> Do you know what go-go juice is? Can yeah, but I was, okay, I'm cool. still stuck on Dive Mountain Dew. Like, it's that is thing. awful. It's no, I'm thinking <laughs> about, like, the Looney Tunes. Like, how they drink yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think it was they're drinking out of that water bottle. That's like Eric Ford. Yeah. Oh, on Space Jam. Space Jam. Yeah. Yep. Space Jam. That was it. There you go. Did not do it to you. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Sorry. So we need to stop this podcast. We can watch Space Jam. Emily and I have to leave. Weird. No longer doing this. Goodbye. Sorry. Um, so what keeps you guys going then? Because to me, like, it's, what keeps me going, I'm gonna, I'll start this little discussion, uh, is partly my husband, but partly the inner uh, voice that says, I can't do this, and I can do this. That balance and that <clears throat> argument that is constantly happening. I can't do this. Yes, you can. Let's do this. Let's see. Let's see if you can't. Oh, wow, you can. Well, let's try again. <laughs> oh, wow, you can. So, oh, wow, you're right. You actually can do that. Wow. Um, so what keeps you guys going? Um, for me, I, I use jujitsu as a break from from work. Okay. For, for one, because it's um, my job is requires so much um, energy and commitment, and I need to step out of it and go to a totally different world. To kind of decompress, so for one that that helps. Um, but for two, lately it's been about personal development instead of even developing. Ultimately, it's to develop my game and my my love for the sport kind of thing. But for me personally, it's um, challenging myself and getting to that point where I where I am where I look inward instead of look outward instead of think about what I'm actually. How I look to other people is like, what am I doing that's satisfying me? Specifically, make it more selfish. So I need it to be. I'm using it as a means to be selfish and to develop myself more than what I think other people are expecting of me. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. Yeah. I like that well-roundedness. Mm-hmm. Someday I'll be that cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just want to make sure I can do things. <laughs> 
escape from work. I mean, it's it's something that keeps me in the present. So my mom has this yeah. wonderful thing that just loves to go everywhere. And I'm just like, no, we need to, we need to focus. Can we focus? And when you got someone trying to choke you, you're like, oh, I should really focus on this choke right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything else. Right? So, yeah, it helps me stay present. But, I mean, sometimes it's just a... I never, I've never left jujitsu mad. Like, sure, I can get mad at, like, Aww. the technique and stuff, but I'm always so freaking happy. Like, I can't tell you how many te- times people are like, you're just so happy when you're here. And I'm just like, yeah. Which is funny. Really? Because I've just tried to kill you five seconds ago. Right? I'm yeah. just like, but now we're but, best friends. <laughs> yeah, outside of it, people are like, man, you, you got major RDF. Like, <clears throat> what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm not in jujitsu. <laughs> oh, <laughs> demon voice comes out. Uh, it's kick you in your tinkle. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Oh my god. Sorry. Twinkle thing. It's in Bob's Burger reference. <laughs> so there's this beautiful episode where they're like babysitting this kid and her bear talks and he's always like, I'm gonna kick you in the tinkle thing. And it's the funniest shit. You're welcome. You'll watch it and cry loud because I did. You cried loud and you said it. Oh my god. <laughs> Because uh, I'm, I don't know half of the shit that they're talking about, so they'll spew out some like jujitsu term, and I'm like, that sounds like this weird meal that I had one day, and then I'll think about that instead of what I'm supposed to be thinking about, <laughs> and then I go with Brandon, and I'm like, I didn't get any of that that you explained to me. <laughs> so you know, so focus is is something that I think really is lost. Like, that practice, the art of focusing is lost on things. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, it gets rid of distractions. Yeah. Like, but I think that's that's a really valid point yeah. that I'll try to work on more. <laughs> Lacey? Um, I, uh, like, when I started jujitsu, I was pulled in so many different directions, and I have always had anxiety, like, this inner monologue going all Ugh. the yes. time. And I found that in jujitsu, especially way more than other things that I'd ever done, hobby-wise, lifestyle-wise, or anything, um, like for that five-minute round, if I rolled hard enough, just hard enough, or did just enough, or was that focused, I didn't hear anything. The inner monologue was completely gone. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's what kept me coming back, even till now. Um, it's one of my favorite things about rolling. Um, and, like, for that five minutes, nothing else really exists. Yeah. Like, am I working on De La Giva? Am I working on um, this submission or this this week? You know what I mean? It helps me, like, kind of structure everything in my head. Um, and in the past year or so, I've been much more on, like, teaching and being like, okay, if I'm doing this, how can I teach this to my yeah. students? Like, and even just in the kids' class, how can I break this down to frames, levers, and angles? Yeah. And being able to, like, talk through that with a new white belt or somebody asking me a question is really cool and trying something new. But in all of that, during jujitsu, like, life is just quiet. It's just peaceful. <laughs> it's just quiet. It's so nice. Like, I just get to be there. Yeah. Even if people are trying to kill me. They're my <laughs> oh, friends. Yeah. And that's they're okay. my friends. Yeah. Oh. Right? It's just, life is just quiet. Yes. You know what I mean? When I'm, when I'm there. If I can tap into that focus, mm-hmm. everything else is quiet. Mm-hmm. It's just nice. It's peaceful. It's nice. I, uh, when I first started, and today, 
and probably tomorrow, uh, the thing that really kept me <laughs> wanting to learn new things is how can I use this against my husband? Because <laughs> it was always like, I, I will always think that B is like the best. Like he is my pedestal. He is, you know. And so every time I go in there, I'm like, okay, B always gives me this perfect, sweet shit. So how do I make Are it you so competitive with each other? No, he's not. No, this is just me being that little bitch. Like, I can't handle the fact that he could overpower me. That irritates me. Because I think I, you know, come into this and I think I'm this bad bitch and I'm not. I'm so not. And so when I get to, like, learn things that would could potentially you know, put me at an advantage whenever I go with him, whether it be in Muay Thai or this, it really makes me happy. So the other day, Kessler was going over, um, like, Butterfly Sweep and how to, like, defend it and stuff. <laughs> number two. Guys. Yeah. All right, the drink has been put down. Um, I, he was like, all right, one, two, three, and he clapped, and I was like, I'm so excited, because I really was, because it's something that I get stuck with him a lot, because I, like, being up on my knees or whatever and he just comes in with his stupid fucking feet and his stupid fucking hooks and he just poop over and I hate it but I found something that works a little bit and then he figures out something else that he can do against me and then I have to just keep it, it just keeps me you know wanting to learn and and which is nice I love it. Mm-hmm. but I don't know so okay the other thing that I always want to know and I always ask girls specifically because okay before coming into martial arts, um, nobody talked about their weight. Like, you don't talk about weight. You always look beautiful. You always look like you've lost weight. And, like, whatever. And I have always been obsessed with it since I was very young and blah, blah, blah. It's a whole thing. Anyway, coming into this sport and finding people who are obsessed, simultaneously obsessed with food and (laughs) obsessed with, like, keeping their weight at a certain thing, I feel like I have come home to my weirdo people (laughs) because it's so interesting to have weight classes but have such different body types. So for guys, I feel like they don't have this problem as much as girls and I could be completely wrong but um I have a butt a giant one (laughs) and it's most of my weight and there is no getting rid of it because I was called bubble butt when I was little by my parents who loved me so much (laughs) they love me um and so but it's always been part of me so how do you guys feel about like weight classes and like what do you think they should be expanded? Do you think they should be narrowed down? Do you think there should be more of them? Like, what do you... I think that it's it's so different for women's jiu-jitsu because there's less of us. Yeah. So, I mean, you pay, what, 100 bucks, even more to get into a tournament, and there's one girl in your weight class. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it really just depends on the setting and who comes out for it. Yeah. But I think jiu-jitsu kind of makes you, like, own your body a little bit more. Oh, Like, you're, you're accountable for your body. You're here for your body. You're... You just own it. You completely you, change like, the relationship you have with it. Okay. No. You talk about it, but there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, that's and one that's of my favorite cool. things. Yeah. That's honestly one of my favorite things is why I want Hannah to get into it so much is because I'm like, I've never felt more 
uh, comfortable with who I am and, and how I look than when I'm at jujitsu. You know, I, I like where I'm at. And they can, like, so when you're doing um, what I like to refer to as beachside control, which I forget the name. Kiss the towel. Thank you. <laughs> beach side control? Because it looks like you're, like, on a towel on the beach. Like, you're, like, laying on your side, enjoying your life as a person on the beach. That's so every... With someone under you. Right, with someone under you. That's how I lay at the beach. Do you guys not lay like that at the beach? Because I do. Anyway. Uh, so, one of the things that Aubrey taught me is, like, use your butt to, like, push their arm out. And I was like... Oh, I've got that. Because I've got yeah. such a big butt. Like, that's great. It works for me. And I think that's one of the things that I really liked about jujitsu is that you can use your strengths to your advantage. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what you look like or whatever. And I don't know. It kind of, like, gives you the freedom and the creativity to, like, do what you want and be good at it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. Well, it's just freedom and, and creativity. Oh, yeah. And, and it's to use your body in the way that... that like works best for you yeah with all the different positions and games that you can develop and create from it you know there's bound to be something that will work with your body type mm-hmm. yeah that's what's so great about it i was gonna say like one of the things that like what he brought up how women are kind of brought up in society nowadays and like we're brought up to to not be satisfied with how we yes. look and and what we do and stuff and um i think jujitsu changes that relationship you become proud of what the as if you have. Yeah. Like, I've never been happier about being heavier than someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna, sm- you know, I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, with what? You know? Dude, when I was up, I think it was when you were getting your purple belt and everyone was rolling and I came, I came in and sat down next to AJ and Risser and I was like, hey guys, and they're like, someone said that you were really heavy on their, on their, like, good job on your side control. And I was like, yeah, it's all the tacos I've been eating. <laughs> but in reality, it made me feel really good. Like, I was like, oh, cool. Like, my pressure has gotten better. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. And I would, I think if someone were to tell me that before I did jujitsu, I would have gone and, like, drank myself and cried the entire night. <laughs> like, I would have been so mortified. I'll do like, that if somebody else feels heavier on top of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, I need to be the heavy person here. Oh, yeah. yeah. How dare you be heavier than I am? Yeah, yeah. Right. right. When I was in Los Angeles, I was there was a purple belt there. Her name was Ruby, and Ruby was like she she was four eleven. She must have weighed like ninety pounds. She was this perfect petite uh, woman from Korea, and she oh. had, was so mean. She was so <laughs> mean, Ruby. Dang, Ruby. <laughs> well, like like out of outside the off the mat, she was fine, but like on the mat, my God, that woman had so much pressure. She, That's it just awesome. it hurt. It hurt everything when she when she laid on you. And just like, where does this come from? Who is stepping on you to make you heavier? Where's the rest like, of you? I She's like, like my bones are made of lead. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> like, really? you. That's right. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think that's a little light love uh, metal though. Like, I don't know. You think adamantium? Oh, I don't it's, it's an X-Men <laughs> reference. It's also anyway. You know what? I'm not gonna go there. People will be mad at me for saying things that I don't know anything about anymore. Um, but you're right. I mean, but I, yeah, like it, it's amazing. Like, small people can have some amazing pressure. Mm-hmm. Like I know we're talking about ladies and how little they are, but Christian Dickensy, he is that pressure that man can put into you. You're just like I'm gonna die. Uh, <laughs> ribs are breaking, spine is cracking. Goodbye. I'm, <laughs> I'm deceased. Goodbye. <laughs> when yeah. I when I started competing. I, uh, my first jiu-jitsu tournament, I was 106 pounds. 
but that was like my walking around weight. Like I was just like, okay. But I went from like 160 something to 106 in like a year. Um, just because I was losing weight and like started working out again like crazy. Um, got into jujitsu. And then by the middle of blue belt, I was 130, almost 135. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, in that, like, even, like, the beginning chapter of Jiu-Jitsu, I kind of got to experience, like, a lot of different spectrums and, like, being the tiniest person yeah. in my weight bracket and then, like, you know, cutting five pounds to make 125. It's awful. Yes, it's awful. awful. It's Terrible. so awful. So in my role, I rolled different. Even I some yeah. people might see, like, those numbers as a small difference, but Jiu-Jitsu makes it so different. Yeah. Huge difference. Super different. That's what I was like, when you went to talk about the weight classes and stuff, like, should they change? Well, I was... I, used to fight like the 125 okay that was or that bracket like it was like 123 to like 130 or so whatever that bracket is and then i was having trouble getting down to that weight i'm like, I'm just gonna i was like 133 with a gi or something i'm just gonna go up to there so i'm not gonna worry about it and then it was awful yes like yeah. that mm-hmm. like the women in there were just like 15 10 pounds is a massive it's difference. such a massive difference and i think that's something that i would one of the reasons why i only like competing in the summer because I can lose weight easier and faster in the summer. I, I'm not working during the summer. I can do cardio for days. I can, you know, train forever. And so when we did our Muay Thai competition, the first one I was, like, at 127 to one something. And the second time I did it at 122 to 124. I don't think I've competed enough at jujitsu that I really understand. But I do remember specifically for Muay Thai, the difference that it made. And it does. It makes mm-hmm. a big difference. I mean, I've been bumped up weight classes because I there, don't was, know. there was nobody in my weight class. Yeah. And that's happened at two of the competitions I've done. One, there wasn't even anybody in the next one up, so I went two up, and I'm like, this is great. I've run into trouble at every, I mean, different things at every weight class. Like, the smaller girls are just so fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. agile. And so flexible. And then you go into, like, one weight class up, and you've got, like, gorilla chicks. Yes. Right? And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they just hit you. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, God. Well, it's just so strong, and you just play differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is, I, I have fun with that aspect of it, because it's just different. And it's really, at the end of the day, it's just like going into your home gym mm-hmm. and going rolling with your teammates. Yeah. When, you're, when we're talking about different sizes. Absolutely. That's why, like, yeah. having the freedom to do jujitsu like, in my home gym and have all these different people to roll with. It's just nice because you learn so much. You just roll differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. We are at almost an hour. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, we can go on. We can give the people what they want, which is us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wrapping up, though. What is um from here? You just got your purple belt, mm-hmm. which, again, uh, that's the other thing I really love about jujitsu is that I've never met a group of girls that I've actually really enjoyed being around. Same, yeah. Until I started doing jujitsu, I can't. Where's my mimosa? <laughs> <laughs> until I started doing this sport, and then I was like, oh, it's not that I don't like girls. It's just that I have a very specific set of people that I can hang out with and feel really comfortable with, and I feel like I found that niche in this community. I totally feel the same. It's home. It really is. Having a group of goal-oriented people just, I mean, it, like, caters to who you are and, like, where you're going and, like, it makes me feel more fulfilled, like, after I leave the gym. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just nice. And, I mean, how many, you know, I know now the time is 
times are changing, guys. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's very much like, you know, support other women, support other women. And I've never seen that more present than when I sit in a room with, like, you guys or if I go to a women's class and they're there going, oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. Like, you're doing so great. Like, oh, my gosh, you totally got me in that choke. Or, oh, my gosh, you did that. Amazing. And I've never felt so uplifted and felt empowered by other women than when I go to classes like that. I think, at least what I've noticed is, like, obviously in gym there's less girls than there are guys and I think maybe when girls who don't know each other get together in a world so competitive that it makes it hard to have like just a fun environment to like try and kill each other in yeah you know what I mean because some girls are just so competitive because they're the only girls in their gym then they go to another one and it's like who can be on top because I was the top girl at yes. this you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah. there's less of them yeah. and I think like with I started the comp training, women's comp training at Fisher's, and I think at the beginning, girls didn't know each other, and they were rolling so differently, and now, we're, we get together for an hour and a half, and just try to kill each other, which is my favorite part, but we're, like, at the end of, or was like, hey, can you teach me that? Like, yeah. really good job on that. Like, you, <coughs> like, you know what I mean? It's Hell awesome. yeah. I think it's, the community just different, the more it grows, but the competitive aspect of girls in general is because there's less of them. Oh, yeah. I think it takes a lot of courage to walk into a jiu-jitsu gym if you don't know anybody. Yeah. If you're you know, a woman walking into a gym with a bunch of guys, and I think it really, it, you have to be a different type of person who can accept those kind of challenges, and I want to just, one of those things that we see in each of, of, of us that we connect to. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. This yeah. person's a lunatic as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. My crazy knows yeah. you're crazy. Great. Yeah. We're going to be friends. Oh, <laughs> this is perfect. Hell like, yeah. The thing is, like, when I slap and bump with somebody and we both agree to try to, like, kick the shit out of each other, I'm like, yes. I found one of my people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, goals. Sorry, I derailed us for a hot second. What are your, from here on out, besides surviving this fucking bullshit that is put everybody's life on hold what is your goal from here like do you have an end game a game i don't know how to word that but you know what i'm saying what's what do you think for the future of your jiu-jitsu game or your martial arts game um well it's i don't know what the end is yeah i'm no, expecting not there is to no ever end. have an end and there is continually none. evolve cool. um but i guess change the way i'm I'm learning, I guess. I'm a very hands-on learner, and I, I need to to absorb um, stuff differently, so I'm trying to, to test different ways of learning, I guess, nice. so that I can retain things better. I'm working on that. Yeah. Um, between that and always always evolving my game, I don't really have a whole... You don't have to have a huge super concrete goal. Or a concrete goal. Just that, thoughts. That... I need to learn better. <laughs> That's what I want to do. That's perfect. I like yeah. it. I like it. Um, I guess for me, I, there is no end. I hope yeah. there's no end. I hope there isn't. Honestly, that's why I was like, the end game, and then I was like, lies. That's lies. not a real thing. No, I'll be. I'll still be that blue belt when I'm 90, just going, yeah, I'll get you one day. <laughs> you know what? You're going to be the 90-year-old blue belt who everyone is like, oh, that lady, I can beat her, and then you fucking murder them. No, I just hold him in my guard for seven days. That's totally <laughs> I've been there, and it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, uh, I know my game game needs to improve. I guess right now I'm kind of 
focus on hitting that top game some more because I'm such a bottom player. I also am too, but I'm sucky at that too, so I guess, cool. Yeah, and not that I don't need to improve the, my bottom game, I do, but um, I know that if I like go against one of the other higher belts and they just don't do anything and they want to play bottom too, I'm like, fine, I guess I'll play top, which I suck at. But so, that's, yeah, that's... But I know I need to work on it. That's fine. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've got going on. Short-term, long-term. Lacey's like, I'm retiring. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I used to only play, like, bottom, and I hurt my back, so I was oh. like, okay, how can I adapt and, like, play on top? And I just, like, literally played top for, for like, I don't know, like, a year straight. Um, and that was the only way that I think, even looking back, I could have gotten better. Nice. It's because I could, I like restricted myself from doing everything else. I had to force you into it. <laughs> yeah, like I had to be forced into getting out of my comfort zone. But um, for me, looking forward, um, I want to compete as much as I can. But my like jujitsu goal is like for the next six months is work on open guard, find okay. my happy place, find mm -hmm. my game in, within open guard, um, and how I can connect that to the other pieces of my jujitsu. Because right now I'm still such a beginner that everything is like. So many things are just not tied together a yeah. lot of the time. So I, I want to close that gap. And um, in regards to, like, a team atmosphere, I want to be, like, a safe, good training partner. Just, like, a better training partner than I was before. Not that I think I was a bad training partner. But um, I want to participate more in, like, like, a healthy environment for other people and kind of catering to what they want to learn and how they want to learn, even if it's not my way of learning. I don't know if that makes sense. No, that makes but sense. It sounds very much like a very uh, teacher-driven idea. And that's what, ever since I started teaching, I, I didn't realize how important, like, those aspects were in being a good training partner was. Yeah. So I think that's, like, now that I see that and I experience that, it's something that I want to be better at for, for myself and others. Which is, I think, all around, those goals are big for a fulfilled, like, jujitsu um, like, future for me personally. Yeah. So. Just because I think I was lacking in all these areas, so. Nice. Yeah. I like that you understand where you're lacking. Because I feel like, for me, it's such a big net that I could be like, oh, I need to do this and this and this and this and this. But if I get in that mindset, I'm just going to be overwhelmed, and then I'm going to probably go in the basement and cry again. Well, that's it's... part of why, like, I just chose open guard. I, I literally have to work on, I need to work on everything. But if I think about everything that I'm not good at or want to be better at, I will create a list that doesn't end. So yeah, I did just, the, the same I, thing. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So I'll just drive myself nuts, and then I'll be in a shitty mood every time I leave the gym because I'll think of everything that I'm just not good at. That so. was me the other night, and I told Ward that. I, we rolled, and it was, uh, like, bad position for I or something like that, where I was in his guard, and then I would, like, try to break his guard, and then he would be like, nope, swept. He swept me, like, eight times because every time I would be like, I guess I'm going to go back in guard. <laughs> And I was up until four that night, oh, wow. going through every single thing that I did wrong in my head and trying to figure out how I could do it better. And then I woke up three hours later and was like, I'm so tired. <laughs> and then I went in and I was like, I'm so tired and I'm still terrible. Like that was not helpful at all. Yeah. And so talking to you the other day was helpful because it was like, just pick one thing because Lacey was like okay so what do you want to work on and I'm like well this and this and she's like okay I said one thing first of all <laughs> and I was like okay fair point so yeah I think my goal would be to better analyze my situation that I'm in to better give my to give myself 
Jesus Christ. But we're going to do this again because this is really fun mm-hmm. <laughs> and you guys are really smart. Okay. <laughs> That's debatable. You've only seen us with one mimosa each, so <laughs> yeah. don't speak yeah. too soon. Okay, so I honestly was like, I'm going to put, that's why I got the, what is that sparkling shit called? The the clocks? Oh, the clocks. La- the clocks. The clocks. The clocks. What's that shit called? Uh, <laughs> God. But I really am not a, I'm not a sparkly uh, drinking person. I sparkle whilst I drink and after, but, like, I just am a, I'm a straight shooter, so I'm a whiskey and a tequila and that kind of thing, so, like I said, when I was in the supermarket, I was like, is this, it's like that meme where he holds up the butterfly and he's like, is the, or the pigeon, and he's like, is this a butterfly? That was me in the wine aisles, like, is this a champagne? And it's, like, clearly, like, um, a white wine, and I'm like, no, this is not. So... Then I was like, oh, I'm such a lightweight that I'm going to be fucked up by the time I start drinking my mimosa, and then champagne is worse on me. So I feel like once I listen to this, I'll be like, she was so drunk. <laughs> I feel semi-sober, so that's good. But um, thank you, ladies, because March is our month, even though we should have a full year, but it's fine, whatever. That's not, it's fine. Um Thank you for inspiring our listeners. Thank you for inspiring me, because truly you do. And uh, like I said, I've never found people who understand my crazy as much as the three of you. And there are so many more women out there, like HH. Who else? Anyone else have names? Kim. Hell yeah! (laughs) Bradford. I've been rolling with Bradford, and that has been a delight and a pleasure. I I will say that when, like, new guys come into gym, and they'll pick Bradford as their first role. <laughs> and, like, they're, like, trying to so make these much. frames and being on the bottom of her side control, and she's not even sweating. I love it. And you it. see just the life drain out of their eyes. Because uh, it's just not what they expected. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yes. You're like, where's yes. the popcorn? <laughs> I just kind of love it. I love it when new people walk in and they pick the smallest female, and you're like, oh, buddy. Oh, oh yeah. buddy. You in trouble. For so many reasons. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, that's Aww. cute. That's, that's nice. Uh, yeah, so many awesome women out there. There is not enough time to name them. There are not enough hours in the podcast to have them all on. But um, for all of you, thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for keeping me going. Thank you for keeping all of us going. And uh, I'm going to sign out. And I swear to God, if this did not record everything, I'm going to straight throw my computer.